Hello, everybody, and welcome to an all-new Third and Nerd. This is your boy, Josh Webb, and we are back in action, the both of us this time. Uh, Adam, how you doing, dude? How are we? We're good. We're good. It's Endgame week, dude. Does, do, do you care about anything else? Not really, no. It's, it's simply that and not much else at all. Probably not even... It's hilarious. Because normally, I would see, and, and, and still do, because I am in the world of football, but did you know, Boku, the information about the NFL draft upcoming, but even the mighty NFL shield has taken a backseat to Marvel's culmination of phase one, two, and three like people who are covering the nfl draft who cover football for a living are going to watch endgame mm-hmm. they're like i'm not getting it ruined for me put someone else on it yep such such things are absolutely hilarious to me like that is the power of this movie I mean, is has any movie had this kind of power since since maybe what was what was episode uh, episode one called? Uh, A New Hope. No, that was episode four. I'm sorry, I beg your pardon. Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace. Like, has has there been this kind of excitement for a movie since The Phantom Menace? Mm, That's a good question. And I'm talking about pre-release. I'm not talking about post-release. I don't want to hear your thoughts on The Phantom Menace. I am talking prior to the movie coming out. And prior to people watching it, there was, ah, good lord. You, if you weren't, if you aren't old enough to remember it, then don't talk about it, generally speaking. But there were people out the wazoo for the Phantom Menace, man. It was an event. And I lived in the heartbeat of Los Angeles at that time, man. Like, I went and saw the Phantom Menace in Santa Monica on the pier, like... Like it was, it was a packed scene back then, and, really? and people were just waiting for Star mm-hmm. Wars. And and well, I feel like this. Oh, sorry, I, I was just going to say I feel like this might be be on that level. Well, in just recent years, um, it was uh, what you might call it, um, the Force Awakens that held the the. Uh, pre-sale record. Um, I think that that was for most tickets in a, in a single day, I think, if memory serves me correctly. And then uh, Endgame came along and shunted that. So, you know, the Star Wars films have always sort of <clears throat> held their own, I guess, in that respect. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I think, like, Star Wars has always been that... No matter what, if it's the start of a new chapter of something brand new, like people will always go and see it for Star Wars. Like they can't help themselves. They just can't help themselves. No matter how much they claim to hate it, they still sell tickets out the wazoo. Mm. 
And, you know, I think this is hilarious because everybody – I was thinking about this the other day, and this would be a perfect conversation to have for, for a hot second here. People look at every Star Wars film and they expect it to be amazing. Like, that's the starting point for every Star Wars film. That's the expectation for it. And I was thinking about how unhealthy this is. And, you know, I <clears throat> I don't read a lot of the Star Wars literature or get involved in any of the arguments. So I'm sure that people have heard this argument before. But I was thinking just on a general sense uh, about how unhealthy it is to expect a movie to be amazing no matter what. Before you know anything about it. Ooh. Like Star Wars is the only movie that gets judged based on a title. Right. And, and people, that's their starting point for that movie. When, let's be real, Star Wars was a fantastic trilogy, but it's not like individually every one of those movies were great. Mm. Yeah, I, I guess it's, it's just uh, for their time, I think, you know, they, they just, they took things to such a, a next level in, in terms of, you know, we had to wait what three years between pretty much between like each sort of one of those blockbuster films back in the eighties, you know what I mean? Right. And it just sort of generated, I guess, a lot of buzz. Um, it generated so. a lot of buzz, but, but mm. what do you consider each one of those films to be amazing? I think the first two, uh, Look, I think it, it depends on how you look at it. Like, obviously, A New Hope uh, was so a game changer. You're so afraid to say a bad word about Star Wars. No, 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 no. I'm not, a bad, I'm not afraid at all. I'll, like, I'll, I'll get to that. But, like, A New Hope was a game changer in terms of cinema, full stop. You know what I mean? And and what what a person could do with a film like that. Empire Strikes Back. Once again, flip the script, bad guys won, spoiler alert, in, in that one. You know what I mean? And, and it's a, I think it's, a, it's the best film, obviously, of the three, as most people would agree. Re- Return of the Jedi, flawed in some respects. People hate the Ewoks. I don't, um, for the record. But at the same time, it brought things full circle. You know what I mean? Um I still think it's got its awesome scenes, Tatooine, the whole Tatooine thing. But, you know, then again, people don't like Slacious Crumb because he's, he's essentially a Muppet. So it's like, you know what I mean? Like everyone's going to pick, pick holes in things depending on what it is. Um, if you want to talk about bad Star Wars films, we'll go to the prequels, but that's, that's a whole other story. Hello? Sorry, I had myself on mute. I was okay. saying, the, the expectation for Star Wars that each film has to be amazing, though, is sort of still there even after we've bounced through the prequel era. Like, you would think, if nothing else, that the prequels would shake people's belief that each film has to be amazing. But it all but did the opposite. People expect these new films to make it up to them or something in, in that regard. 
uh, make it up to them and and, and 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 do what the prequels should have done and get it right. And as we can see, uh, at the very worst, or at the very least, it's not done any of that with regard to the controversy. Um, now, whether you think the films have, have quote, made it up to the fan uh, will depend on your view of, 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 I guess, if the others were called the prequels, these would be called the sequels. Um, it, it, it depends on how you view these sequel films. Um, I personally don't have an issue with them. I think they're, they're, they've been, they've been okay. You know, like I, I, <clears throat> my starting point is, do I enjoy a movie? And I haven't walked out of any of them saying, oh, I hated that. Like, Star Wars is Star Wars, you know? Like, and, and, and I have my own individual checklist for what I enjoy about Star Wars films. And 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 it, I think everybody's checklist varies. I don't think. I know everybody's checklist varies. And... and um, I think it's that's what makes it so controversial is that if anything, time has only created a larger divide because now you have people who hated the prequels but loved the sequels, who loved both of them, or who hated one or the other, or you know whatever. Like, and and that just creates furthering divides and opinions on these films but with endgame it's been pretty it's been pretty universal like it doesn't matter what people have thought about all 22 films prior like they know they loved infinity war and they know they're gonna love endgame and that's the thing because that's this is where marvel have the upper hand over the star wars films because of the nature of the way they set up MCU and they gave us a character film, a character film, a character film, an Avengers film, a character film, character film, Avengers film, they're able to bring all those people back for a film of the magnitude of like an Infinity War or an Endgame, whereas Star Wars, you had the band together from the first film. Right. You know what I mean? So it, it's diff it's it's different in that sense. I think in because you know if you look if you were to break it down, the MCU still has bad films too. That all not mm -hmm. not bad films per se, but films that aren't as great as some of the others. You know what I mean? When, so when you when you say bad films in the MCU, I think that furthermore, like we should have a standing rule that when we say that, we mean relative to the other films in the MCU. Because yeah. because there is no bad film in the MCU. Yeah. Like there Absolutely. isn't. Myself, yeah, they're not bad films. They're just lesser than the others. Uh, is probably a better way to put it. And I I personally think that people get away with judging what I assume is the worst film on everybody's list. Yeah. I don't actually have as the worst film on my list in that MCU. I actually think that movie is infinitely better than, than people give it credit for. Um, and, 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 and they get away with that because 
traditionally speaking, the Hulk hasn't had amazing films. Mm. So people get away with just being like, yeah, and the Hulk sucked, but it didn't. It was actually a pretty decent movie. Like it fits in well with the MCU relative to the other films. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The only difference with that is, is like, we have Mark Ruffalo now playing the Hulk. Yep. So it kind of, I don't know. It kind of makes that film look weird in retrospect because Mark Ruffalo would be dating. Was it, uh, what's her name? (laughs) Uh, uh, No, Mark Ruffalo wouldn't be dating Edward Norton. He'd be dating, uh, what was her name? Was it Liv Tyler? Oh, yep, 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 yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Be be dating her. Mm. So I I don't know. It, it but but I actually don't mind the film. I think it, I think it's fine. Like I would have Iron Man three at the bottom of the list. Mm. It's yeah. the only film that straight lied to us. <laughs> And it just has no purpose in the MCU. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, you know, like we said, some of them aren't, aren't as good as others, but, you know, it, they'll all bring things together, I suppose. What would be your worst film? Um, be your... Yeah. Oh. Iron Man uh, three was up there in terms of disappointment, but I, I think for me it's it's for the Dark World. It just just it just that was a sleeper for me, and I don't mean a sleeper in a good way. Ah, see, I liked Thor: The Dark World. Mm. It's a it's a good film. Yeah, I don't think it's a badly made film. I just, 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 just didn't do much for me. You know what I mean? Fair enough. Fair enough. Like some of them, some of them, some of them. Obviously, I get into more than others. Like, for instance, I I love Doctor Strange, but you know, you can put Ant Man, the Wasp, uh, and just the first Ant Man film in front of me, and it, to me, it's ho hum. Not saying they're bad films. Not saying Paul Rudd is bad, it just doesn't really do much for me. It doesn't doesn't really move me. Like it relies it relies a lot on other characters, I think, to propel the film forward, um, rather than the like the hero being the the main the main uh, what's the word catalyst, I guess, to to make the film work. You know, right? Uh, but that's that's you know, some people don't like. Or Ragnarok, and I can't understand that because that's an awesome film. So it just depends, man. You know, everyone's different. Everyone's got different sort of likes. I'm uh, I'm up to where am I? I'm up to uh, Black Panther on my MCU rewatch. Right. I've got Black Panther, Spider Man, Thor. Ant-Man and the Wasp, and then Infinity War. Right. So, um, 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's weird. Everybody's going to have their own films in the MCU, I think, that resonate with them uh, and other films that don't. Um, I think it largely depends on what you what you view of the, what your view is of the character. Um, like mm. a lot of people have the original Thor as one of their worst films, and I'm like, I don't get that. Like, I thought that was one of the better films out of the gate. Like, we saw Thor powered. We saw like what he could do, and then we saw him depowered like by his own god and we saw the humbling like what do you do when somebody's already naturally powerful like the thing that you can do is depower them you know mm. like and 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 that's the best thing to do is to take away their power mm. um and and i thought that thor the original film did that quite well um yeah and, and, and i have watched it in quite some time to be honest. What's that? I haven't watched it in, in quite some time. Like that, that's one of the Marvel films I've probably only seen poor in its entirety. I want to say twice. Yeah. If that, see, I think it works so well too, because we also get that, that, that's sort of where Loki was established as, mm. you know, someone that people loved like an awesome character like he's evil he's good at it <laughs> you know we've seen yeah. loki be good we've seen loki be bad we've seen loki be good again mm. yeah like, uh, I, I i i'm fascinated by the love that that character has um because obviously, you know, I remember Loki from like the comics when I was young, and how he was both like like he played both sides, like you just sort of mentioned. But he was also more of a trickster, I think, more in the in the comic uh, back in the day. And I, and I think I think Tom <coughs> Hilton's performance is more sinister, um, which I do like. I, I I think he's great in the role, um, but I just. Like I think a perfect example of how much people how much people love their characters is that character getting its own TV show. If you said that Loki was going to get his own TV show, I would be like, really? You know what I mean? Like, right? Yeah, I think like I think I don't think it'll be bad. I think it'll be good. It'll be interesting. It's it's interesting to see where they're going to take it. It's just to me, it's just. The character became so beloved that people like he basically had to become a co-star with Thor like he's Loki was so beloved that he he's literally been in in every single one of Thor's adventures and he's been in several Avengers films. Like, so, like, you have to be a pretty, pretty, pretty dang good villain to hang around for 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 five films. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, a pretty oh, dang no. good villain to die like a hero at the end of all of it, too. Mm. So, while we're on the topic of of the MCU, you had a chat recently with someone. Uh, do you want to have a little talk about that? Because obviously that episode will be coming to light soon. Cause I know that I saw you mention on Twitter uh, about a character that has a film coming up that you spoke about with this person. Right, right, right. Uh, 
Yeah, that, uh, so I talked about uh, uh, Shang-Chi uh, quite a bit with our man. Uh, his, his name is Charles Murphy, and he used to be on the Hashtag show, and he's now got a new show called Murphy's Law, uh, which I'll not spoil the details here because I think that's that's his his story to tell you guys. But I interviewed Charles and talked to him about a number of things, uh, but we also spent quite a little bit of time talking about the future of the MCU and films that will be coming out. And uh, one of the things that we actually talked about was how that, that, that you know, Kevin Feige – that split with Ike Perlmutter, like, I don't think people realize how, how important that split ended up being. Um, people, people don't understand that, that Kevin Feige basically put his, his career on the line to, to get control of the MCU and, and, Disney never wavered. They backed him, you know, like he, he put the offer on the table and Disney, Disney was like, yeah, you know what? We're going to trust you. Like you, you, you've brought in a crap ton of money thus far. Like, and, and, and Feige's rewarded them. I, I think uh, so many times over. I have, I have no doubt that Disney knows they made the right choice. Um, but uh, we had a discussion about uh, some of these films that we've got uh, now and, and Shang-Chi being one of them that we don't think we'd ever see um, mm. if Feige doesn't make that stand, eliminate the creative committee um, and uh, get sole control over the MCU and what they're going to do with it. Um, <clears throat> and, and, uh, the, the the talk that we had about that is pretty invigorating. Um, it it certainly is something that uh, is so true, man. And and it's if 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 Kevin Feige doesn't make that stand against Ike Perlmutter tomorrow, we're we're probably talking about Endgame. But there's there probably I don't know if there's as much excitement. <clears throat> That's, it's, and we certainly don't have half the characters. Mm, the, the, the topic of like uh, Kevin Feige taking a stand and, and all that surrounds that, something I actually don't know much about. So I'm actually really looking forward to listening to that chat because I, unfortunately I couldn't be a part of it just due to time constraints, uh, time zone differences and whatnot. Um, time constraints, we move ahead. Well, that's sorry, bro. It's that due to time constraints, we move ahead in our previously scheduled programming. <laughs> yes. Um, we, should, we should totally get something done like that for episodes when you can't be on. Like, due to time constraints, Adam will not be on this episode. <laughs> you should. Yes, yeah, so your, your mic's kind of going in and out, by the way, just letting you know. So it's like sometimes you're there, sometimes you're back over here, sometimes you're there, sometimes you're over here. Oh, can you hear me okay now? Now I can, before I couldn't. Try it's it again. I've got you on speakerphone, so I'm probably moving the phone around a bit too much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now you sound perfect. 
Okay. We're back. We're back. Um, don't move back. What's that? Three? I said, don't move back. See, now you sound bad. You yeah, no, I, I haven't moved. Ah. I'm still on spot. I'm ah. stationary. Okay. Mm. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Now that we've got that out of the way. Um, all right. Moving on. Indeed. Indeed. So, um, somebody had the temerity, even though Disney uh, got a hold of the video and, and managed to get it taken down. Somebody had the temerity uh, to record footage uh, that they uh, create that they took of Endgame, uh, and then they cut it. They made a supercut out of it and turned it into a uh, five-minute video uh, that basically ruined Endgame. And that's someone we would call an asshole where I'm but, from. But they posted it on Reddit and they said, you know, like, here's the, here's the video. Like, just know what you're watching. Know what you're like. Is that person really an asshole? Because there are some people who want this stuff ruined. Like they, they don't care about like, they just want to know now, like, they don't. I, I think, and and, and like, if you watch that video, it's a video too. So nobody's forcing you to watch it. You have to. You okay. have to watch it on your own. All right, fair enough. But let's look at it. Let's look at this. What the point you just made of? There are people who want things ruined, and they want to know now why. Why is that the case? Is that because we live in a society now where? Uh, we it's like a, I want this, I want that, I want it now kind of mentality. Is it that? Veruca Salt. Or is, what? what sorry? I said was it Veruca Salt? Is that it? No, is it? That wasn't it. Who was the I want it now? I want it now, Daddy. Yeah, I think you're right. It's Veruca Salt. <laughs> but it just I think it's just a case of people also being impatient and and also people being spoiled in terms of spoiled for choice. Like oh. I want to know what it is. It's like, how about just waiting like everyone else? I, like how, I understand. How about an element of surprise? How about being wowed by something rather than just being uh, over overexposed to, you know, a deluge of information? Like, that's the problem. We live in this, in this time now where people are See, impatient. The worst part is that somebody posted a photo from it in, in a thread about somebody saying that it had been real because people on Twitter were warning other people like that yep. footage is real. Like it's not like just know that if you go and see it, like you are ruining the movie for yourself. See. And uh, somebody had posted a photo from it in that thread uh, that, that showed uh, I'll, I did, no, people don't need to worry. I'm never going to spoil anything on here. I'm just saying that showed a pretty big spoiler. Um, and, and, and it was like, it got ruined for me by, you know, and it's just that person is an asshole because people yeah. who are just scrolling the thread and reading, you know, as you do replies, they don't deserve to have something thrust upon them that they can't unsee. I think, I think, 
I disagree with you. I think the person who puts puts it out there initially is an asshole, and I think the person who does that also is an asshole. Like, I don't I have a problem with the person who puts it out there. What? I don't have a problem with the person who puts it out there because they let everyone know what it was. And well, in, 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 in today's world, in today's but, world, if we call that person an asshole, then everything else kind of anything else that is early, that is that is if you find out about a sports move that happens before it's official, like, uh, are we now uh, calling them an asshole? It's the same thing. It's the same no. thing. No. Not the same thing. and It is. is it's information that's being put out. Because technically, yeah, starting tomorrow, that movie's live. Hold up. Here's the thing. That person shouldn't have been damn well filming that, that footage in the first place. Okay, that's right. That's true. That's, that, that, that is that's an illegal it. act. That's an illegal act. Hence why Disney were able to take it down. So that person is an asshole. Okay, like, fair that's enough. Like, fair enough. That's no that's no different to me going. They also the abused their position to get it, but but they're an asshole, and I'd be an asshole too if I went into the into my uh, showing on Wednesday of this week and started filming it with my phone and putting it on and live streaming on Twitter. Then I'd be an asshole. It's the same thing. It's the same thing, and that pisses me off. It's like because the minute that person puts that out there, it creates a trickle down effect, and then if that person then who put it on Twitter and that thing accidentally gets flashed across my screen because someone retweets it, then that's ruined for me. So, or anyone else who sees it. Fair so enough. Those- I, I understand. I, I, at the very least, I now understand 110% where you're coming from. I yeah. now see, I now see uh, the, the sort of, I would say though, I would say this. That a lot of sports information comes off of things that are technically illegal too. When you sign a contract to work with a team, in that contract, it explicitly states that you will not reveal information about the team to members of the press. Like, these are things explicitly stated in your contract. But that never stops a GM or somebody else from leaking information to a reporter that they like and and then that information coming out to the public um and and, and, and so illegality being our baseline is is something that i understand i'm not sure if i agree with it because i can at least make that case go in the other way against sports yeah but i think (laughs) if if it's illegal is illegal yeah. The only difference is the only difference is it comes down to Let me say what I think it is and and then you can tell me why I'm wrong. The reason that I think it's different or the, the only difference is is that in one case fans want the information in the other case the majority of fans don't want the information. That's why we care about the legality of it. When it's sports, we want to know so we don't care that somebody broke the law to get that information to us. When it's something we don't want to know about because we're worried it could get ruined for us, we care about the legality of it. Somebody broke the law to get that information to us. We then use that to condemn them. I, I just I try to maintain a line of consistency. 
the thing is with sports, yeah, like managers and whatnot, and will talk, and personnel will talk to the media, and and they develop rapports with the media. So do the players, and <laughs> there's agendas being pushed here for different reasons, like player X. Maybe he doesn't like player Y on his team. So player mm-hmm. X has a relationship with a media member of the media and he can anonymously go on the record. And then media goes, sources have revealed that, you know, da 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 da. Player, player X isn't going to get into trouble for that because they get to hide behind anonymity. You know what I mean? Right. But, but at the same time, there has been cases in the past instance in the NBA uh, where people have been like uh, team personnel have been caught out there for for leaking stuff and they've been reprimanded accordingly um, it doesn't just go I think brushed under the under the carpet so to speak <coughs> um, I, I think comparing that uh, comparing sport sport to this kind of Entertainment, I think it's a bit different because, you know, reporters have always been close to the, like to sport. You know what I mean? Like one thing works with the other. It's different if you're going into a screening of a film and, and filming that footage and then putting it out there on fucking Reddit. You know what I mean? Of all things like, like Reddit is not exactly, you know, leader of the free press or anything like that. You know what I mean? Like, so it's it's a bit different. I think there's, I think it's different. I I see where you're coming from, but I think it's also, there's there's gray area in that. Yeah. Again, I think the gray area is motivated by wants and needs from, from, from fans like we 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 make it okay because we crave that information there there is there is a a there's a mutual desire for that information the the managers the managers want to get information out there so that they mm -hmm. can satiate fan bases and or so they can quell or in some cases even start shit um, yeah. and, and fans, they want to know who teams are thinking about signing. Like sometimes a GM wants to float an idea to see it, how it go over with the fan base. So they leak it. Is it, is it generally well received? Yeah. People are generally stoked on the idea. Okay. Now we'll go ahead and, 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 and start moving on this transaction. Oh, it wasn't received. You know, guys, we're going to go in a different direction. Like. <laughs> You know, yeah. I mean, there's 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 a mutual desire from the fans and the people working the information for that information to get out. In this case, there is not a mutual desire from Marvel for that information to get out, even though there may be a large number of people, uh, uh, fans who want that information now. Uh, well, you, you honestly think that majority of Marvel fans want that film spoiled for them? I would I would tend to say no. 
Um, I don't know what, you, what the mass majority. I, I, I don't know. I would think you wouldn't. I would hope you wouldn't. Um, but as and as Infinity War came around, I tried to find as much information about it as I possibly could before mm. I went in. I tried to piece things together from the footage that they showed. Like I, I. There's nothing. I wrong wrote with a that. I wrote a prediction piece about yeah. that information, and and well, and I also tried to watch leaked footage too, like like I knew about the uh, I I knew about the scene with uh, the the collector, um, because I'd seen uh you know a, a little video of it that somebody had put up, um. So I wasn't always looking at, you know, legal stuff when it came to Infinity War. Now, with Endgame, I've tried to avoid knowing much more than what's out there with toys. Like, my my motto is, is if it's in a toy, then I don't care. Mm. Like, it's not technically a spoiler, even though it is. Like... Yeah, see, I don't, I, I don't even really look at that to be honest. I, I, I if I see that, I, I just keep scrolling. You know what I mean? Um, I come from the mindset of why ruin something for yourself at, at the expense of you know when you're when you're spending money on going to see something and waiting for something for so long, why ruin it for yourself? I just don't understand it. And but the thing is, I get also that there's assholes on the internet who like to ruin things for other people and that's that i have issue i have issue with it's different if you want to ruin it for yourself or not even ruin it for yourself but if you want to know stuff going in like what you're saying josh like that's fair enough you know what i mean and you're doing it from a i think a pure perspective but then there's other people out there who don't even give a fuck about the films and i'm sorry to use the language but it upset me they just want to ruin it for others, and and they're assholes. Like I got no time for that. You know what I mean? I, Fair when, enough. When this news broke of this footage, I followed suit like a lot of people suggested and muted so many things on Twitter just so just to have to prevent this. And that's crazy that you have to you have to do that because of this. But it's like I'm not going to let someone else ruin that for me. No way. No way in hell. Like yeah, this is like and- a this is like an event. This is not just like you know, not just like you know, going to the cinema to see any old film. This is an event. Like this is this is tying up a, what over a decade worth of films now. Like is it how many see, years is it now? Yeah, ten ten years. A little over yeah. ten years. I mean, My Iron Man yeah. came out in two thousand and eight. Yeah, eleven years of time. And money and energy invested into this into this franchise, like no, not a chance in hell, man. Hell will freeze over before my my entire wardrobe, my room, like <laughs> my left arm, um, you know, uh, my wall, my life is 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 wrapped into these characters in in Marvel, and so basically what I've done is I've ducked out on social media. Um, I'm reading a lot of comics in the buildup. I've got stuff uh, that I'm getting caught up on. I've got some characters that I 
just haven't read and I need to read uh, so that I can get current on some of the storylines. Because I'm currently reading War of the Realms right now, which may be one of Marvel's best uh, major events in quite some time. Um, Jason Aaron has been seeding this event for uh, basically five years. Um, and I went back and I, I literally read everything he wrote uh, because once I got going, I realized you kind of just have to read everything. Like if you have any hope of, of fully understanding what's going on, like it just makes sense to read everything he wrote. Um, so I took a week and uh, I read five years worth of, of, of his work. And uh, I'm glad I did because War of the Realms has started um, and it involves Frank Castle, which he's a main player in this. Um, and once I found that out, it sort of motivated me to read everything. Because uh-huh. I'm like, if you've got a major event involving involving Thor um, and uh, and Frank Castle, then, you know, it's not going to take a whole heck of a lot to get me to read. Mm. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I've, I've got a bunch of stuff that I can read uh, to get current on my comics before there, because I've, I've got Venom books left unread, Spider-Man books left unread, and uh, I'm trying to read those uh, because certain issues in those runs will play into War of the Realms, and I figure, well, I'm not going to just read that one issue when I subscribe to the series. Like, I'm going to read the whole thing and get caught up. Um, so I've, I've got time to kill to avoid uh, being on social media and having stuff, more stuff ruined for me. Because I already know more than most people do. Yeah, well, that's, you know, you're heavily invested in that. Um, well, it's not like I wanted to know what I know. It yeah. Got, stuff kind of got ruined. Mm. Yeah, well, anyway. Um, that's my stance on that. <laughs> I kind of feel like I have a good, I have a, I, I kind of feel like I have a quality record of having stuff get ruined for me at this point. And like, I'd almost wouldn't know what to do with myself if I went into one of these things without having it ruined when I didn't want it ruined. Like it started with like the only thing I've ever cared about in, in life to like that re esteem, uh, I think the only other thing I can remember before that is like who the green ranger was and, or who the white ranger was. And I, even that I had ruined, um, cause I found out, uh, but, uh, uh, yeah. Shout out to kids who used to watch the power rangers back in the day. We're doing nerd podcast. I can admit that this is a safe space. Um, and, uh, the only thing that I'd cared about before then was, was, or after that was Harry Potter. And I remember I was talking on the phone one night with my fraternity brother. He's like, Hey man, what are you doing tonight? And I was like, Oh, I'm reading Harry Potter. He's like, Oh yeah. Snape kills Dumbledore. (laughs) That's exactly how he said it. And that's exactly what he said. And I'm like, (laughs) I hate you. I, I got so mad. And he's like, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But I'm like, oh, you're not. 
and he ruined that for me. And so, you know, I, I've just had so many things ruined that at this point, I almost wouldn't know what to do with myself if I walked into like an Avengers movie and it wasn't ruined in some regard. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just good at like isolating myself from that kind of stuff. I don't know. I don't know. But I don't. I, if anyone spoils something for me, like a friend of like I let them know. <laughs> I'll let them know that they've done the wrong thing. But it, it doesn't. It hasn't really happened for me. I guess I've just been lucky. Um, speaking. Yeah, of, you are lucky because I've just been like, oh yeah, well, blah. <laughs> speaking of comics, which is what we do, um, want to talk to you. That's something non-Marvel related. Are you familiar with the works of Mark Miller? I am. What are your thoughts? Um, I think Netflix was wise to pick up the Millerverse. I, I think it was one of the bigger untapped properties out there outside of like Garth Ennis and, and – um, well, Steve Dillon, but, you know, mostly Garth Ennis these days. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, outside of stuff that they created, he was one of the bigger untapped guys out there that had a lot of lot of stuff they could they could draw been, from. Yeah. And have you read much of that stuff? Um, some of it, yeah. I mean, I can't say that I'm a Miller fanatic. Um, but, but, you know, enough of his, some of his stuff has, has trickled across my life. Let me pull up his, his body of work here and let's see what I have read. Mark Miller. People care about more about his net worth and. All right. I mean, kick ass. Uh, I know of the Kingsman. I've done uh, anything of his mar- work with Marvel. Um, I've <clears throat> I've done uh, some Judge Dread. Uh, Why? What's up? Well. I've been reading some of your stuff of like, uh, in particular, uh, Prodigy, which is him with uh, Raphael uh, Albuquerque. And the art in that book is amazing. And the story is cool as well. And that's one of the ones that's going to be turned into, uh, I think it's a series or movies for Netflix. I can't remember one or, one or the other. Um, really good stuff, man. Look, it. Punching. Well, you got your you got your internet browser handy there. Punching Prodigy issue three, and just have a look at the cover of that book. And anyone else who's listening to this podcast, please do the same because it's it's pretty darn impressive. And uh, I urge you to uh, pick up issues one, two, and three. It's a good read. Uh, it's different. Um, it's funny, but it's also very interesting and action packed. Uh, have you got the cover up on your screen yet, Josh? Of Prodigy. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, is is very impressive. Um, <clears throat> I believe he worked with uh, he worked with Buck Miller on Huck as well, if memory serves me correctly, which is another solid read. And oh wow, that's uh, that's some good art. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Raphael Albuquerque is fantastic. Um, and if you're not familiar with his his uh, body of work, uh, definitely worth uh, looking into. It'd be good to get him on the show, actually. Um, <clears throat> he's done a lot of work on, like, the Blue Beetle, um, and among other things. <coughs> but, yeah, get, get, into, get into that stuff, because I have a feeling that, um, when Netflix eventually does bring these series and these and these movies out, some of those books are going to take off even more so. Um, obviously, they'll be the source material, and I just think that Mark Miller is a very intelligent man, and that uh, the Millerverse getting that into into production in in a major way. There's a lot they can do with it. And in some respects, they can tie these characters in. They haven't really done that a lot, but, um, you know, they have the potential to do that as well. I am interested in that, uh, the magic order. That's great. That's another good one I've been reading as well. That's fantastic. Like, if you like Harry Potter, it's best described as, like, Harry Potter meets the Sopranos. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Harry Potter and the mob. Can't go yeah. wrong. It's really good, man. It's it's really good, and it and it doesn't pull any punches at times, and it's it's just a it, it, once again like like technology, it's also uh, beautiful uh, art to look at as well. Like it's very very striking, like the art in his books. Like he works with with some really 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 creative people, and uh, it, for me to read outside of the, of the Marvel universe is, is something that I rarely did over the course of my comic reading life. I, you know, when I was younger, I sort of did, I read like Judge Dredd and other things, the like Rogue Troop and stuff like that. But um, yeah, for the most part, Marvel all the way, but uh, yeah, Mark Miller's stuff is, uh, is very impressive. Can't recommend it at all. Yeah, I uh, I definitely want to check it out. I've I've got uh, I've got a serious comic bill as it is, so I'm gonna have to. Uh, it's gonna have to take <coughs> stuff that I'm I'm already picking up, but um, you know, uh, I, I I think comics right now. You know, I I've seen a lot of people say like they're worried comics are gonna go away. Like they're hearing these rumors that like Marvel is gonna kill off comics. Like no, they're not. Like I think what'll end up happening is is that they're gonna shift to to digital. Man, they're gonna eliminate publishing. Like you eliminate having to print books. And and you cut some serious overhead off of things. Um, 
And uh, I, I, I think that it's going to end up leaning that way, that like Marvel's going to make a push towards digital. Um, and it's going to suck for people who collect comics, but, but you know, it is what it is, dude. I'd rather have the work than not. Like, I can give up collecting. It doesn't it, – let's put it this way, dude. Your collection isn't going to increase in value if comics aren't made anymore, dude. Like that that collection of uh of Moon Knight issue, you know, the the six the six issue series isn't gonna net you a lot of money, I promise. Mm. I don't what do you what do you make of these rumors? Have you even heard uh, of these? It's just hot to actually hear that, to be honest. Like I think I'm looking at that from a nostalgic point of view. I'm also looking at it from a collector's point of view. I'm looking at it from a point of view of like, that's where it all began, you know, in the printed form. And I think it would be sad day uh, for the industry and for the fans and for the, just for the, for the, even the, the way that for storytelling, <laughs> you know what I mean? If that ever happens, um, yeah, it, it kind of floored me a little bit with that, man. Like I was, I hadn't, and to answer your question, I hadn't heard that rumor. Um, at the same time, I can see it, why it would be a rumor, you know, in the age we live in with printing prices and paper and digital being the way of everything uh, that we pretty much do things out nowadays so uh it doesn't surprise me but yeah kazadik kazadik called it the dumbest rumor conspiracy of the week right well i hope it's i hope it's just a rumor (laughs) i really do i hope it's just a rumor yeah uh i it, it it's a rumor dude it's a rumor. Like, I, I mean, Kazada pretty much like brought attention to the article itself and called it dumb as hell. Like, it's not going to look good for Kazada if he does that, and then obviously they shut it down. Like, like it 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 would it would look really unfortunate. And Kazada is now the the oldest tenured Marvel employee of all time, so. Yeah, he's been there a long time. Yeah, I mean, after Stan Lee died, he's now the longest tenured Marvel employee. So, you know, I mean, Kazada is is in some ways going to be Stan Lee for a new generation. Yeah. <coughs> the sucky part for Kazada is is he's never going to get the recognition that he deserves in that regard. Because people are already going to say, well, these characters had been developed. Yeah, well, Kazada oversaw some pretty, some pretty crucial developments and some pretty, some pretty crucial, you know, new characters, you know, Miss Marvel, etc. So, <clears throat> um, I, 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 <laughs> it's dumb as hell because the, the, there are still a number of comics that you wouldn't think are pulling in the kind of numbers they're pulling in, but they are thus indicating that it's still making them money. Mm. But if, but, 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 
you would see Marvel switch to digital only before they got rid of comics. Like mm. you, you would see, you wouldn't see an abrupt end to comics. You would see Marvel phase them out. Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, well, I mean, that's a perfect place to uh, phase ourselves out. Yeah. Um, well, Obviously, next weekend, we'll have a boatload to talk about. Will we ever. Um, next week, we will be discussing Endgame. Um, we're going to do two episodes. We're going to do one one, uh, one with what spoilers. We, what are we, trying to, we try and see if we can do an emergency one like after we've both seen it on uh, Wednesday. Uh, I'm not sure how we do that. I, cause I see it Thursday, my time. Yeah. Well, yeah. Sorry. I was thinking it was Wednesday when you see it as well, but it would be Thursday here, but you actually see it on. Yeah. We can I do it, it after. Well, I see it on Thursday at 5 PM. And so I'd be out of the theaters at 8 PM Pacific time. Hmm. Hmm. Let's con- we should just yeah, we should just stick to our weekend plan, and we'll uh, we'll have one discussing Endgame. Um, we'll do one with spoilers, and maybe one without. Uh, we'll do we'll do we'll 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 make the spoilery one a smaller podcast that we'll lambaste with spoiler tags everywhere. Like yeah. the name yep. of the episode will be Spoiler. Mm. Endgame yep. Spoiler. Mm-hmm. So don't and, download, and, don't listen. Yep. Okay. In fact, really in fact, we're going to pa- open the episode with discussing exactly how we're going to spoil it. So that way you have time when you're listening to the episode, you'll hear us say, turn off this episode if you do not want in-game spoiled. No, seriously, you should turn off this episode. Like, because we'll we, make and, sure you know to turn it off. And that's because we're not assholes, Josh. Yeah, that's true. We're not. We're not the guy on Reddit. We're not the guy on Reddit. So, but uh, yeah, we'll we'll have that bonus episode up for you guys this week, and we will uh, we will definitely be back uh, at you guys next week. Adam is working on something that's uh, pretty amazing, uh, but uh, as we get more information on that, we'll. Uh, We'll bring you guys in on the loop, but Adam, Adam's a good man. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I do, I do my best. Yeah, I do my best. So, uh, do you have anything you want to say to the people before we get out of here? Well, for me, it's only two more days until Endgame. So, enjoy the week ahead, people. Enjoy the week ahead and don't ruin things for others that's all i have to say this has been a public service announcement yeah just don't ruin it thanos demands your silence and more importantly the guy with the thanos tattoo demands your silence (laughs) so for adam i am josh uh wait one one last thing before we get out of here um my buddy scott i want to say thank you to him for producing this podcast uh and he is still taking on clients so if you if you uh 
uh, happen to have a podcast of your own and are looking for a producer, Scott is taking on clients of uh, podcast episodes up to an hour in length. Uh, you can get at him for rates, uh, but I promise you he's more affordable than what you're thinking, and he does an amazing work. Uh, and business is starting to pick up for him, so I'm hoping I can bring in more business for him. So – for Scott or for Scott, Adam, and myself, I am Josh, wishing you guys a happy Easter and more importantly, a happy end game.